0: business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. Welcome to a special Story Sunday episode of the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. Because my conversations with Brent Freeman were so packed and so incredible, I just needed to share it all with you. And that means that you get a quadruple helping of his mindset and his lessons. So today's special Insight Tuesday conversation kicks off part one with Brent sharing two entrepreneurial ventures that failed and how the lessons from his failures catalyzed the creation and success of Stealth Venture Labs. course, our conversation doesn't end there. And in part two, Brent is going to continue digging into the complex processes of failure, what that meant for him and how he handled it to turn it into success. So enjoy and stay tuned for part two that's coming out on Tuesday. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching and Consulting. If you lead a seven-plus-figure business and want to reach the next level for yourself and your business, if you have passions, goals, and dreams and want to continue to strive as a team, a leader, and a visionary without risking burnout, if you have overcome challenges, developed wisdom, and know that adapting is not just for surviving, but a core part of thriving, then Adaptability Coaching is for you. With psychology and neuroscience backed tools, the 3D adaptation framework can show you how to tap into and harness the way our brains are uniquely designed for adaptation. You can learn to harness and leverage adaptability tools and frameworks to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to hone yourself further, to proactively adapt, to thrive instead of reactively adapting, just to survive. To learn more, go to dryishaicom slash coaching. Join me in welcoming Brent Freeman, founder and president of Stealth Venture Labs and passionate social entrepreneur on a mission to generate profits hand over fist, hand in hand with positive social impact. On Insight Sunday, Brent shared his mindset and how he thinks about and embodies social entrepreneurship, inside his company and outside of his company. And we dug into so many different pieces of that, everything from emotional intelligence to psychology and business, and so, so much more. If you haven't yet, you have to go back and listen to Insight Sunday's episode. With that said, thank you again, Brent, for grabbing a seat with me on the business couch. And on Story Tuesday, we dive deeper into your hard-earned lessons so that we can all learn from them. And actually on Insight Sunday, you started to share a couple of them. So I wanted to come back to that and ask you to share some of those biggest learning experiences. I know that on Insight Sunday, you shared a little bit about getting into the commodities business and how you made this massive $10 million deal and you woke up the next day feeling empty. And then there was another process that happened because of the economic downturn. There's a lot of that changed and the business actually ended up failing. And that happened to have been an incredible opportunity and something that you really learned more from than almost anything else. I just want to dig into more of that. Can you share? Can you bring us into those moments? You know, tell us what happened in more detail before, after your key takeaway. Just walk us through that lesson for you.
1: Yeah. So this is a big topic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And learning. And I think what's really important for anyone listening to this, it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, or you know somebody who's just inspired by these stories. I think that Failure is the stepping stone to success. And so many times we hear only the success stories in the news, in the media, or in publications. And we hear, oh, so-and-so started this and sold their company for X, Y, and Z, and now lives on a blah, blah, blah. Well, their overnight success is like 15 years in the making of massive, massive failures. And we live in a country in the United States where it's actually... most favorable country I think in the world to fail, start over, try again, fail, start over and try again, not only in the system, but in the mindset. And so I think the first things first, before we jump into kind of some of the lessons, I think it's really important to remove the stigma that failure is the be all end all. The only failure in failure is if you don't get up and try again. And it doesn't have to be the same thing and it shouldn't be, you should learn from it. right? But You know, the lessons that I'll share over my career, I have failed way more than I've succeeded. And from the outside looking in and you said some really nice words in the intro about me and from a bio perspective, all that stuff, that's like a, you know, your Instagram feed and your highlight reel of your life, right? You don't put in your bio as oh, actually all this, I failed and I couldn't sleep for seven months and I almost had an ulcer and I had to go to the doctor for a heart check because I thought I was having a heart attack at the age of 28. And these are not things that people highlight in their life, but these are the actual mm-hmm. stories and the realities of what goes on behind the scenes. And so when I go back to the commodities business that I started, I was 22, 23, and it ultimately failed because the global financial crisis and the business model didn't work. And candidly, I don't think we had the desire to dig in and do what was necessary to make that business work long-term. I was really sad and I was really downtrodden, but it was different than the failure that happened five years later. So that first failure from the commodities I learned some really important lessons about myself, about money, about my motivation, about my intrinsic versus extrinsic, about chasing material things versus, you know, emotional things. And I really learned that for me in that business, I was not true to myself of what I really wanted to do in the world. And I decided to not take a job after that business failed. I decided to go do some consulting and try to figure out what was my next scenario. And then I realized... I wasn't equipped enough to start my next company and I wanted to be in the digital marketing world and I wanted to do something. I wanted to do something in the internet that was an evergreen industry, but that had social good built in. I didn't want to make, you know, my millions and billions in one day get back when I'm older. I wanted to do it from the beginning because I was always involved in kind of social good elements and I always had a desire to help people. And so I ended up taking a job on the ground floor of an ad network when I was living in Los Angeles. I say I'm kind of certifiably unemployable. And, you know, I kind of was. I was six months, I was there. I was one of their top salespeople and helping them grow and understand. And then I took that knowledge and I applied and said, yep, I know exactly what I want to do now. I want to be able to build a online shopping platform for socially conscious brands. And that's what we did. And so I jumped out not knowing what I didn't know. And I just got started. And I was insanely inefficient with my time and my resources and didn't know what to do. And little by little, we built a business And then in the arch of that business over about four or five years, we were recognized by Forbes and Mashable and then the Today Show and all these different things, right? LA Business Journal, you name it. And we got all these accolades. But what we didn't realize at the time is that we were kind of growing little bits of cancer throughout the company, our business model. Mm -hmm our margins, our industry, the type of business we thought we were versus what we actually were, meaning we wanted to be a venture-backed business, but we weren't in a big enough market for that. And so these things came to a head and that business ended up failing also, except this time it was like losing my first true love. The first Mm. business failure, the commodities, it was like, ah, okay, whatever. You know, that was sad. It was a bummer. And I don't know what I'm going to do now. And let me take the lessons that I learned from it. I'm a little disillusioned, but this business, man, that was my passion. It was your heart. It was my heart. You know, I did about 200 public speaking events on it and it was everything. It was me. I was it. All my friends and family were invested. I was invested. You know I mean? It was just like, it was it. And then when it failed, it was true and real grief that I wasn't prepared for. And it took me years to recover from that emotional shock Mm. of loss. And what I realized in that failure is what I was really going through was grief, right? It was true grief and huge loss.
0: It's a loss of a piece of you, not not just just the the company, not just the corporation, not just the externals. It's a part of yourself. You put so much of your heart and yourself, you know, they say blood, sweat, and tears, but it was also part of your identity you put into that. And that part of your identity is lost when that business fails. And as you said, right, every success is 15 years of failure. I like to think about (laughs) failure as the birthplace of learning. It's the birthplace of success. I love to quote this. I don't know if you ever heard this when infants, when babies are learning to walk, they fall 17 times per hour.
1: Yeah.
0: Hour. Yeah. How much failure is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then if you think about it, we don't tell a kid, oh, you fell. You should stop walking. Cool.
0: Right. Don't bother. Right. right. Yeah. So you were talking about the grief, this heart-wrenching loss of a grief. Well, I
1: think what's really important in this is that I really like analogies, right? So I like breaking things out into ways that people can understand it simply. And if anyone's ever done anything physical or gone to the gym or played a sport and really pushed themselves, what happens in your muscular structure when you go and have a really good workout, is you break down the muscle tissues, right? And the lactic acid forms and you get sore, Mm -hmm. right? And that soreness of the breaking down of those tissues is actually what makes you grow stronger, have bigger muscles, have more strength, be able to accomplish your goal. It's really easy to understand when it has to do with our physical body. We all kind of understand that. We know that, yeah, of course you break your muscles down to be able to build them. It makes sense to get stronger. When it comes to this kind of stuff, we think, oh my God, it's never going to end. And we get in this like loop and fragment. I love the movie Inception. And if you ever watched that movie, you know, they go kind of three layers down and they get caught in this world that they think to be their reality, but really it's a dream world. And, you know, I call those my fragments or my loops Mm -hmm. and, when we get into these failures and when i was in that failure specifically and you know we ended up selling the company right but like pennies on the dollar wasn't a financial win and it was a major major grief and loss point for me that i had to do one of two things on i could either be a victim on or i could look at myself internally deeply and say what can i take from this and learn i didn't come out of it with the money or financial outcome that i was hoping and expecting Mm-hmm. I was looking around at my peers who started companies around the same time who were coming out with the financial money that they were expecting. And I said, well, I better take a look at everything I have here and I better learn and take the non-financial learning bits from it so I can apply it to my future and grow. Because I didn't walk away with the money, but I'm going to sure as shit walk away with the lessons. And so what I did is I exported mm-hmm. all the data, took all my stuff. And I went into the mountains for you know a long weekend by myself with the dog, shut off my cell phone, right? And just said, and I poured over all of the mm-hmm. data, all of it. And I went through a grieving process, right? I cried, I was angry, I was this, mm-hmm. I was frustrated. And then I went into learning and I came out of that with some really key learnings that then I have been applying over the last seven years in stealth with tremendous success. Mm. Tens of millions of dollars in revenue generated and hundreds of millions for our clients. And I didn't realize that that failure, even though it felt so painful, was the absolute catalyst for the rocket ship that we're on now. Because Mm. every single day, the lessons in leadership, the lessons in hiring, the lessons in how we treat our team members, the lessons in marketing, all that formed into what we are today. It was the seeds. It was the learning, right?
0: Yeah. It sounds to me like what you did in your grief and perhaps because of your grief with the loss of this company, that you took all that data, you poured over it, you decided to extract those lessons is the very same thing that happens in your muscle. Cause you were sore, you were feeling sore and bruised and battered because the way that it had worked itself out was in a way that damaged itself. Correct. And so you said, even if the company's not salvageable, you are going to come out of that stronger. And that was a process that you then built these muscles. And the muscles here are the lessons right. that you learned. And then you've been applying those. And because you've built those muscles out of this really painful loss, grief experience, that's what really allowed you to catapult forward. So failure is the catalyst for
1: growth when you make it that way. 100%. But the key here is going inward. And there's a parallel to this, which I'll tell in a second of failure in my personal life in a moment. But when that business, that marketplace failed, I didn't just close it up, put it in a closet, and pretend it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I felt it. I felt the feelings. I went mm-hmm. through the process of grief. I was compassionate with myself, even though I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. As I got to feel this and wow, I'm noticing this is happening. How can I learn from this? How can I apply it? What can I take from it? I did that weekend and learning from it. I went inward. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I be a better leader? What were some of the signs that I saw early on that I'm not going to move forward now? Right. I went inward. And I went into a learning process. And so I think that is akin to when you break down your muscles, going back to that analogy, if I never went back to the gym ever again, right, I wouldn't get to my goal. Yeah. Right. And so the personal analogy I give you is that I don't like to say I went through a divorce because that puts me in more of a victim mindset of it happened to me. It so happened for me. I experienced a divorce is the way Mm. I frame that with a woman who is an amazing woman and we're still friends. And we were together for seven years. But when that marriage failed, I was destroyed emotionally. Mm. Uh, And it drove me into a deep, dark place that I've never been Uh, Mm. into depression and into failure mindset. And and what did I miss? And questioning my judgment and all of Mm. that. And it failed because you're a psychologist, you get this, we had anxious avoidant traps that we were unaware of, right? Mm. And it all came out in a major way that we couldn't break the cycles of Mm. and it was unhealthy and it was, we weren't compatible. And and so we realized that after counseling and therapy and all the different things that we went through, right? And then we decided mutually to say, it's just not going to be not right for each other. And so when we decided to move on and I realized it, That was a huge, probably the biggest personal failure, you know, in my personal Mm -hmm. life. And what that sparked in me was an absolute personal renaissance of growth and joy and love and inner work that I would never have gone down. If I had gone through that, and I had some dark days, mm. uh, and those dark days sparked inside of me a path of inward reflection, inward work, meditation, personal growth, tons of reading, right, trying new things, and really rediscovering who I was from the inside out and what made me smile from the inside out, that I never would have gone down mm. had I not have gone through that. And so I'm at a place in my life where I'm happiest that I've ever been. I'm the most successful financially that I've ever been. I have a community of people that I've been searching for my whole life that love and support me, right? I'm in a new, tender, loving, amazing relationship that is healthy. And none of that would have ever been possible hadn't I gone through that failure.